I can see you and all your brilliance. Can you see me? I have my new hat on too. My new Damn, Cal, baby, my new I love hat. it. <laughs> we'll get you one. All right, so this is our first podcast of the season. Are you excited? I am so excited. And we're starting it out with a big bang here. So let's start it out with a good question. Why don't you tell all of our viewers about your co-op and what it's about and how did it get started? I run a nonprofit organic produce cooperative here in Houston, Texas called Roffle Organic. And it is actually the largest um, in the States right now. We have um, a little over 15,000 registered members just in the Houston area alone. Uh, we feed about 800 families a week. We are a nonprofit in the state of Texas. And basically what we do is we're like a giant buying club for organic produce for not just people, but we're also a selling store for organic farmers. So basically, we're like the central hub for people to come and pick up a huge box of organic fruits and vegetables, local and non-local, all organic, a delicious mix. And we're also the central hub for local farmers to be able to come and sell their stuff to us, um, kind of like a pre-sale so that we can support them as well. And um, there are six farms right now that have grown significantly with us. I'll give you one How example. How big are these farms you're talking about? Um, so let me, let me give you an example. Um, the Gunderman Farms. I've known them since I was a teenager and they started well, you're still off. you a teenager, aren't you? Oh, I'm 27. <laughs> yeah, you look like a teenager. That's a good thing. That is, yes. Uh, they started off with maybe less than 50 acres back in 2007. And, uh, now they have over 400 and something acres, almost 500 acres worth of land that we have been able to help provide for them, get them organic certifications and whatnot. And basically they're growing for us almost full time right now, which is kind of crazy because that means that they don't have to go to farmer's markets to get, you know, the sales. They're getting a pre-sale through us. They're feeding the community. It's like a win-win for everybody. And so... And that's the important thing is a win-win for everybody. Everybody. And it's such an awesome community when people come and they pick up their food, they're sharing recipes, they're talking about it, they're having fun. And it's, I mean, gosh, we had so much fun the other day unhauling watermelons from trucks. You know, it's like my favorite pastime is eating watermelon, but getting to unload it from trucks and have that kind of interaction. You don't get that anymore. And I always tell people you should be shopping for your food outside. You should be picking it outside. You should have that nitty gritty feeling when you pick out your food. You shouldn't be underground in a grocery store shopping for your groceries. You should have that connection. Wow. And, and I what, started, what gave you the impetus to do this? I mean, what promoted you to get involved with this? Yeah, so I, I started this co-op uh, literally almost eight years ago. October 1st will be our eight-year anniversary. So you were um, 19. I, yeah, I was 19. 19, yeah. Jeez. Oh, my God. I <laughs> 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 um, I think I was at the cusp of being 20, but oh, I was hyperglycemic, okay. which is um, – I was – pretty much type 2 diabetic and they were trying to wean me onto insulin at the time. I was severely emaciated and underweight and I just felt awful. You know, I, I knew this is being characterized by having frequent migraines, dehydration, tons of vomiting, I mean, being feeble and weak, insomnia, I mean, things that most people don't even realize that they're sick from except for it was literally destroying me from the inside out. 
my mother is from Lebanon, my father's from Ecuador, and I grew up on a very high fat animal product based diet that basically had no fruits and vegetables in it whatsoever. And I remember going in and out of the hospital all the time. I almost didn't graduate high school because I had so many sick days. And so I remember I was in a Whole Foods one day and I had this magical angel tap me on the shoulder and, you know, he just asked me, excuse me, are you a raw foodie? And I kind of popped up and I looked at him and I was like, what's that? What's a raw foodie? And he kind of explained it. He explained to me that he juices like 10 pounds of fruits and vegetables in a day. He eats nothing but raw foods or he eats as much as he can and he's into health and nutrition. And you can only imagine that having an older man like approach you in the grocery store, you're kind of thrown back and you're like, oh, I think he may be So this was an actual person. It wasn't some spirit that came to you. Yes, absolutely. His name was John Rose, by the way. Okay. And... Yeah, I, I, I'm an open person, so I took his card, and I remember going back home that day and telling my family, like, I met a rabbit man, this is weird. And they were like, okay, yeah, that Christina, that's, that's weird, but, you know, they just totally blew it off. And it had never happened that I'd gone into the hospital one day, gotten out of the hospital and gone back in the next day. And I remember that was the last time that I ever ate cooked food. Dinner that night was a bowl of really processed, disgusting milk with some sugar-free chemicals, like diabetic granola that came out of a package. (laughs) And I remember waking up at three in the morning, vomiting. I was 87 pounds and 5'7", and uh, my parents took me to the hospital. I was in there for three days with IVs in me, and they were basically just telling me that my body couldn't handle it anymore. Whatever it was that, you know, my blood sugars were off the chain. I was unhealthy. I mean, and it wasn't that I wasn't eating that I was so thin because I was eating all of my mother's Lebanese food. I was eating all this. I felt like the more that I ate, the thinner I got. It was just, I was so starved for nutrition. So I remember when I got out of the hospital, I ended up calling John Rose and I was like, look, I've never ever tried anything alternative before. All I've ever done is listen to what doctors have told me, which is eat out of a package, sugar-free this, you know, diet this, diabetic this, whatever it was. And um, the first thing that came out of his mouth was, do you squat when you poop? And I was like, what? This is so... Who asked you that? He did when I was on the phone with him. He, okay. he asked me that. And he was like, well, I'm going to teach you a little bit about health and nutrition. He's like, I think I can help you. You can probably reverse this just by changing what you eat. And he met me at Whole Foods like every day that week just explaining to me that me eating nothing but processed ingredients and high-fat foods and nothing but meat and dairy and not eating fruits and vegetables all the time was affecting my health. And, you know, he was like, well, why don't you just try doing this for a few weeks and see if you like it? And I was like, going raw? Like, just straight in eating nothing but raw foods? Like, an 18-year-old, I didn't even know what that meant. And he was like, yeah, just pick your favorite fruit. And so I kind of looked at him. What? Pick your favorite fruit? Yeah, pick my favorite fruit. And I'd never really eaten that much fruit before because, I mean, maybe a watermelon in the summer, but in a Lebanese household, fruit and vegetables, no. I mean, my Ecuadorian side of my family, it's just all fried chicken, beans, and rice every day, all day, all the time. Right, right, right. Um, so I remember sitting there, and out of the corner of my eye, I, I said, okay, well, what about peaches? And he was like, all right, 
you're going to eat nothing but peaches for two weeks straight. And I looked at him and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have blood sugar issues. This is a bad idea. I can't do this. Da, da, da. And he was like, no, 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 no. It's a different type of sugar. This, this fruit will actually be good for you. And he's like, I think that you're starved for real nutrition, but that your body can't really handle digesting a lot. So we're going to give you one small thing at a time. I'm going to teach you how to eat enough of this every day. And we're just going to take it slow and see how you feel. So keep in mind, I was 87 pounds at the time. I walked out of there with 80 pounds of peaches to last me a few days. <laughs> and believe it or not, but I, I did it. I did it. And after three days of eating nothing but peaches, I actually felt amazing. Like I, I hadn't had a migraine. I gained a few pounds. I felt decent. Um, I went back to school and I was still in high school at the time. And yeah, it, two weeks went by. I felt good. I felt good. Like I couldn't say it. I felt amazing because I was like still very sickly, but I felt much better. After two weeks, I started incorporating more greens, some vegetables, other fruits. I had no idea what I was doing. Okay. But I was doing it. And after 30 days went by, I was kind of like, wow, I've been eating raw food for 30 days. And I never told myself that I was not going to eat raw food again. I never told myself that this was like the thing. I just kept telling myself, I've gained like 10 to 15 pounds by this point. Like I was doing so good. I felt good. And I was just trying to take it one day at a time. And I'm a very methodical person. Like I'm very type A. So I was writing down everything I was eating. I was investigating it all. I was looking at what was going in, what was coming out. I was checking my levels. And believe it or not, but everything started to stabilize. And I, I couldn't believe it. And When is your birthday? March 11th, okay. 1987. Okay. All right. So I'm a Pisces. You're a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Now you said, is peaches still your favorite fruit or did you burn out on them? No, I still love peaches, but my favorite fruits now are just far more tropical and far more exotic and rare to find. Okay, name one. Chico Sapote. Okay, I don't know about that one. Yes, or durian or jackfruit or figs. Oh, God. I love figs, too, but they're so sugary, though. But I can only good. do a few. What about favorite vegetable? Ooh. Kale. Kale. I think I'm going to... I think my favorite fruit happens to be avocados. That's just me. And I, avocado is a fruit. That's what I said. Favorite fruit is avocado. Oh, a fruit. Yeah. There's a that's seed in the... There's a big seed in the middle, so I figure yes. that's a fruit. I also love... I think kale might be my favorite, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but basically, it's... Before I knew it, six months had gone by, and... I was interning with, you know, doctors across the globe. I ended up going, you know, I transferred from Vanderbilt to Rice, studying there, studying kinesiology, studying health science, in addition to studying art and music. And that's kind of where my journey began. When I came to Rice, I jumped onto the environmental committee and we started a Tuesday farmer's market. And it was from that point on that I started establishing relationships with farmers. It gave me the impetus to start the co-op and... The co-op started with seven people in my living room and in the past seven years has just grown so much and it's become such How a beautiful thing. Because there's, I mean, mm -hmm. the world's so ready for it right now. Well, why don't we go back a little bit to your background? I didn't realize you have some formal education and training in health sciences or? Yes, I do. Okay. I am. Um, so my journey is a little funny. Growing up, I thought I wanted to be a potter. A what? <laughs> a potter. A like potter. A sculptor. Um, with ceramics. Okay. And 
I got a full ride to Vanderbilt University for art and for music. And I was trained in jazz and blues. I did music composition. And I just, I'm very much a person of the math, the arts, and the sciences. That's just, I'm my father's daughter. Can't help it. And halfway through being at Vanderbilt, I realized that I was in a studio all the time. As much as I loved my art, I wanted to just be in a warmer place. I wanted to be near my family. And I figured, hey, I could do that somewhere else. But I was also developing this passion for health as I became raw, I just, my whole, my whole body, my whole everything changed. And all I could think about was helping people with this message, getting them to eat more fruits and vegetables, growing our own food, becoming more spiritually conscious, like changing from the inside out, like every single cell of my being just wanted to do this. So, um, I ended up transferring to Rice University and I don't know, it was just the place for me from being on the environmental committee to getting really involved with all the professors there who work in the health sciences that work with kinesiology and movement in the body and being active and figuring out what foods help you feel this way, epidemiology. It just, it was so beautiful and so much for me. So I ended up uh, finishing my undergrad and then completing my thesis on the difference between juicing, juice feasting, and water fasting and how a raw foods diet can incorporate into creating a healthier lifestyle in a modern day society. And that's what I've become so good at. And, you know, from there, I mean, just a few years ago, I started my YouTube channel and starting to share recipes with people, give them inspirational tips how they can be healthier, not necessarily even fully raw, but just maybe even get sure. in one raw meal a day right, right. just so that they can feel better because even these smaller things, these right. baby steps make such a huge difference. And yeah, it's everything unravels. I mean, just have an amazing time all the time. I love my life. <laughs> right. Let so. me ask you this. Now you were in music school. Did you, do you play an instrument at all? I sing. You sing. I sing, but... You want to sing at Cal Jam? What? Would you like to sing at Cal Jam? I could sing at Cal Jam. <laughs> I could totally... Well, tell me who your favorite musician would be. Somebody um, I would know. I didn't know about some of the tropical fruit you were talking about. I'm not as diverse okay, as you. Okay, so I'll give you a classic. I love Sarah McLachlan. Okay. I love Sarah McLachlan. I love Nora Jones. Um, you know, I was trained in jazz and blues and when I went to Rice they only had classical so it kind of strained my voice a little bit and I stepped back from that and I started focusing more on the health and the sciences but singing will always be a wonderful passion for me it's a form of expression just like art you know so we, I'm putting you up to do you want to sing at Cal Jam if we had you sing come out and sing one song before you go up I totally sing a song I have to figure out what song but I'll totally do it <laughs> yeah we'll pick one that's got a little bit of kind of rock and roll and it has to have a little bit of uh, it has to fit the theme of what we're trying to do here too well we can pick the perfect song we got time oh yeah we got plenty of time this is awesome so let me ask you this what have you heard about Cal Jam and what what made you decide that you wanted to be involved so I am in Houston, and I'm very close with Dr. Group and Daniela Group, their family, and they jumped into our co-op. You know, they were one of the first few people to jump in. And they're I the most just, amazing people. I love. They're the death. most amazing family ever. I yeah. just love Daniela. I love Dr. Group. Um, we have his book that we like pass out at our co-op. Um, you know, health begins in the colon, and they were just. 
it, he reached out to me and he's like, you got to come to this event. This is an event like unlike any other event. He's like, the energy is vibing. There's good music. It's all about health and spirituality and uplifting yourself and chiropractic. And I know it just, he basically just talked up this event so much that I was like, I got to be there. This Plus event a celebration too. We like to have a little party once in a while too. Yes, yeah. but it's all about celebrating health and right. becoming celebrating the best life. With yeah. people of like minds. Yes. So, so you're excited about being involved. That's what I'm really excited about. Yes. <laughs> right, you're going to pick a song for me then. I'll pick a song for you. Okay. We'll jam. Let me ask you this. What, what YouTube channels do you subscribe to? Oh, my God. Are you God. a fan of Wolf, David Wolf at all? You know what? I love David Wolf, but I don't think he's uploaded a YouTube video in a long time. No, I, I was, um, that was kind of two questions in the same. You know, some of my favorite YouTube channels are my best friends that are also on YouTube. That some of them are in health, some of them are not. Like my one of my best friends, Megan Elizabeth or Victoria Arnstein. Uh, I love Timothy Sheaf's channel. I mean, I watch everything from Jimmy Kimmel to parkour to some of my girlfriends do like health and fitness or beauty or whatever it may be. I just, it's you know what's so amazing about the world right now is that we can connect with anybody right. all over the world with this technology and you meet people who are in alignment with you and that have that same beautiful energy and you get to interact with them online right. and it's right. funny I've stopped watching TV I've stopped polluting my mind with oh, a horrible. lot of these you know subliminal messages and I've started watching real people that I can connect with and it's life you know like I love it yeah <laughs> Well, I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your day for our viewers, and I'm so, so excited to have you on the stage this year. You're going to pick a song out, and we'll see if we can get you incorporated into the program. You'll come out and rock it. I know you will. I can. I just feel the vibe already. This is going to be so much fun. Like Whoever is listening and are watching this, I, you have to be there because it's going to be the party of the century. Yes, it will be. <laughs> we might have a few more after that, though. I know. So should I bring the fruit? I think I should bring the fruit. Maybe I should bring the fruit. Bring some vegetables too. No. <laughs> yes. Add some kale. Because so. you know what? At backstage I have the juicer and I also have my Vitamix. So. Yeah, you do. See, this is the party that I'm talking about. Because I right? can't like go until I can't go where I need energy the most and and eat crap. So it's and I don't eat crap anyways. But I just I I have to do what I do, and that's part of my lifestyle and. People think I'm weird and trippy, but I, I empty out all the crap that's in the Orange County Performing Arts Center refrigerator. I throw all the Diet Cokes and all the milk products, and I throw all that trash, and I stuff it full of vegetables, and we juice for two days and make smoothies, and we just rock and roll, basically. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. And you want to know what? I tell people, as long as you're making an effort to get healthier and you're doing what works for you... That is what matters. Right. Because right. at the end of the day, when you are truly happy, that's when you will discover real health and what is it, what it's about. You'll want to take the steps to become the best, best you that you can be, and it, that's, that's where it's at. So. And I think you said it, too. It's just like baby steps. It's a gradual process. And the more they start to feel better when they implement just small things, the more they're going to want to implement more. It's, it's hard to get people to try to go cold turkey on stuff. In fact, I'm being in practice for 30 years, I've realized that. You know, if it's matter, just get in then to drink a little bit more water. That might be a start for some people. Again, I want to thank you for your time today. This is our first inaugural DCS so podcast, Cal Jam podcast. 
with raw, fully raw Christina, who's going to be Amen. rocking the Cal Jam <laughs> stage. Thanks, Billy. Bye, Christina. 